0: And Samantha and welcome to Steph never told you a production of iHeart Radio. So for today we have got to put in a disclaimer. What's the date? It's it's a Friday. 11/6. Uh, so November, November 6th. 6th. So as we record this Samantha and I do not know the official results of the 2020 presidential election. We're feeling a little tired, a little <laughs> nauseated, uh, just kind of mentally mm, doing our best. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but we did want to talk about some uh, early things that we do know, um, especially when it comes to women in this election.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, let me ask you something, Annie. Although I already kind of know. I already okay. know cuz we've been very very connected this weekend, this week. <laughs> what have you been doing in this <laughs>
0: ridiculously panicked time? What have I been doing? Oh my gosh. Um I've been studiously um doing my best not to check uh the the results constantly be on my phone constantly. I've avoided all like televised news. Um I have watched some comedians take on some clips and they're there take on this whole thing and as you know samantha i have read a lot of fan fiction i've written a lot of fan fiction played some games um and and trying to be there for my friends and you know check in with people uh be on call as they say um what about you oh
1: well yeah, I have been glued to my phone, unfortunately, uh, to the point my stomach is like in knots. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say the one of the things that I have been doing that has been helping me is uh, focusing on the good things, trying to take the small victories, even though there's a lot of disappointments. And and we've talked about this before about, although well, no, we haven't talked about this before because we didn't know what was going on with the election. There's a lot of disappointment in knowing how ugly this campaign and this election has become and how big of a divide there is, but trying to be cautiously optimistic with the small victories. And that's what we're kind of talking about today. It's not a small victory either. And so let's just say that it's a huge victory and we want to focus on it and we want to give props because according to the data released on Thursday by the Center of American Women in Politics, so far, 131 women have been elected to Congress. And that's 100 for the Democratic Party and 31 to the Republican Party, which beat out the previous record of 127 as of last year. This makes up for almost 30% of Congress, which is obviously still a low number for our population and for our demographics. But it's still definitely a time to celebrate because the numbers are slowly increasing. Um, And again, like I said, this is one of the things I'm trying to focus on. So we want to shout out some of the amazing... uh, Things that are happening in our country as we wait with bated breath uh, for what's more, I guess the more stuff. I don't <laughs> even know how to say, y'all. We're so wrecked right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My mind is so frazzled. Um. Uh, but yeah, just trying to uh, glow and and bask in what the good things are, and it is some of these women who are making huge headways.
0: Yeah, and so we did want to go over some congratulations, and we thought we would start with New Mexico and the all-women-of-color house there. Yeah, for the first time in history of New Mexico, they now have an all-women-of-color house. Um, Though the first state to do this was Hawaii in 1990, it is still a huge accomplishment, and New Mexico's Deb Holland is one of the women of color who already made history in 2018 as one of the first Native American congresswomen.
1: Uh, Joining her is Leisure Fernandez, who has become the first Latino woman to represent northern New Mexico in Congress. Congratulations. And, of course, we have to say Republican Yvette
0: Harrell, who is a member of the Cherokee Nation, has also become part of the House. And in even better news, Corey Bush has become the first black woman to represent Missouri in Congress. She beat out Republican Anthony Rogers by a 79% to 19% margin. Oh, yeah. uh, she is a huge advocate for the progressive movement and has been a vocal activist with Black Lives Matter.
1: Yeah, and I'm really excited. I wonder if she's going to become one of the squad. Yeah. yeah no, I, like think, I like that. I like that. I right. think they're going to add a fat fifth member and they're uh-huh. going to push harder. I love, fab it. Five. I love it. so five. <laughs> and I will say this was actually her third attempt, I believe, to become an elected official. And she pushed and she pushed and got highlighted. Uh, and she made it happen. And the people around her who supported her made it happen. So it was a beautiful victory all in all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, and also a beautiful victory, Sarah McBride, who won in Delaware, which has made her the highest-ranking trans official in the U.S. So, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Uh, she beat out Republican Steve Washington to take over the seat from Democrat Harris McDowell. So, oh my goodness, that is such a huge accomplishment.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, speaking of the squad, they are back. Uh, all the women of the squad were re-elected, including Minnesota Representative Ilyana Marr. New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Michigan Representative Rashida Tlaib, Massachusetts Representative Ayanna Presley. So that's awesome. Very excited for that. Um, And then, of course, uh, as we record this, we're in Georgia, which is surprisingly to many a battleground state. And there's been a lot of conversation about um, Stacey Abrams and all the work she did to make this happen. Right. And with Stacey Abrams, uh, we have to give credit to things like the Firefight
1: Action, uh, New Georgia Project, the Black Voters Movement, uh, Georgia Democrats. Like, And there's so many Black women in the organizations within Georgia that have pushed uh, yeah. the state into such a way. And it's not— coincidence that one of the bluest counties is Clayton County, which includes Jonesboro. And for those I know that are not familiar with Georgia, it is a high population for the black community. It is a thriving population. It's right outside of Atlanta. um, And it is absolutely something that has pushed our state over that. And of course, John Lewis's district, which is now uh, Nakima Williams, congratulations to her, who uh, won that house as well. But those two and all of these Different organizations that have been created by Black women mm-hmm. pushed Georgia to be a battleground state, and it is making us nauseous but excited at the same time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's inspiring to see the work um, these women have put into it, and um, and these victories. And right. we are planning uh, an election reaction episode and surely we'll talk about some of this some more more
1: right um and we do also want to talk about the fact that the wnba helped push reverend uh, Raphael warnock to being at the head of where Mm -hmm. he is he actually outperformed uh loffler kelly loffler but they're in a runoff now um but the WNBA pushed that forward and definitely made it seen, and you got to give credit and kudos to that. I yeah. love that, by the way, because we know that Loeffler owns the WNBA, and mm-hmm. <laughs> they weren't having it. Thank you very much. Um, and, of course, we have to talk a little bit, and we're not going to get too into but Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has become the uh, very extreme right QAnon, believing, mm-hmm. endorsing, rather, uh, beliefs uh, representative, who is now a part of the House as well, So it's going to be interesting to see to have that extreme. As much of progress as we see in Georgia, that she was one of the ones that were officially elected, it's kind of interesting to see the opposite reactions to that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we're we're planning on coming back and talking about these things in the future. for now, we hope everyone's doing as well as they can be. <laughs> I know this is a stressful time. Believe me, we are feeling it. We're with you. Um and I know even some listeners from other countries have written in and said I'm feeling it. <laughs> right. Yeah, and we've had listeners being like, "Oh my god,
1: Georgia, y'all, what is happening with y'all?" We're like, "Yeah, it's happening." <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed. Um right. And we would love to to hear from you listeners. Uh, you can email us at Steph Media Momstuff at iHeartMedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at MomStuffPodcast or on Instagram at Steph I'm Never Told You. Thanks as always to our super producer, Andrew Howard. Thanks, Andrew. And thanks to you for listening. Steph i Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.